You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Today, beloved, is Motivational Monday. That's right. Today is Motivational Monday. <laughs> hey, soul motivators, I just want to give you, all of you, all of you, from the bottom of my heart, I want to give you your flowers. Everyone that sent in their well wishes. Everyone that had those kind words to say about last week's uh, tribute to my wife, Debbie. And uh, it just warmed my heart. And I want to thank everybody that participated, you know what I'm saying, especially my girls, you know what I'm saying, my, my four daughters. And, and and those of the Roosevelt community that participated and sent their well wishes, everyone, I, I truly, truly want to give you your flowers for being such a inspiration to me and my family at this time. Because again, this is the first time in 32 years that I didn't celebrate my wife's birthday with her first time in 32 years. So it meant so much, so much to me. And I thank you. So, so motivated. You give yourself a round of applause for that one. <laughs> and again, I want to, I want to thank Raven, the, the talk show Maven, uh, for actually, it was her idea to do it. And, and she actually said, yeah, you know, on a birthday, do a tribute to her. Listen to that. And then I started thinking about it. Well, maybe it, how about if I just do a whole week? You know what I'm saying? Let me just do a whole week and, and put it together. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be real honest with you. I, in midway of putting this show together, I had so much doubt and so I was so overwhelmed, I almost quit. I truly almost quit. And I, I called my daughter Gaia. And because uh, Gaia now is working on, she's learning uh, production and everything, you know, guy in Nigeria were musicians and, uh, they matter of fact in, in Roosevelt high school, I mean, they were musicians ever since elementary school. Um, Gaia and Nigeria both play instruments. They, they played, uh, Gaia played the flute and the guitar and Nigeria played the clarinet and the guitar. So they, they're musicians. Matter of fact, um, in their senior years, they were, um, drum majors in the, in the school marching band. So, you know, so music and they sold. But, uh, so I've been trying to get Gaia to actually pursue music as a career also along with her dance. You know, she is a professional dancer. She's been in multiple, um, off Broadway plays and, and things. So she's been in multiple things and, um, her and Nigeria together went to a, a dance school when they were very young called, uh, Glory Eve, um, dance, dance company, a uh, dance, Institute of Dance, 
studio thing. I can't remember. Charge that to my head, not my heart. I'm sorry, Nisha. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Gloria Eve is with is their foundation. So they they learn. I was I was a dad's dad in Gloria Eve too. You know, I I, I my, me and my wife, Deb and I, we we helped every step of the way. And and anytime we can do anything to help them at Gloria Eve, anytime it was a even if, even making donations, whatever it you know whatever we can do to help, we did it because that foundation there for the girls was great great structure great investment for us and that's how we looked at it as an investment but to to, to, to move on to move on you know guys doing production now so when i called her she was in the studio and she's learning so she's learning from other producers and stuff like that and uh you know so i called her and i was like you know i don't know if i should do this i don't know if i should do this and she talked me back into it you know she she knew i was feeling some type of way and she, she, she talked me off the ledge <laughs> like her mother used to do, <laughs> you know, Deb trained them well. And, uh, you know, so it, it helped, it helped me. And, and I went through with it and I was feeling some type of way, but I went through with it and Nelson, uh, just really was the man, you know, my producer, Nelson, DJ Nelson, uh, uh, he just was just doing his thing. And he just really brought it home and put it all together and, and made it whole. That's why I call him the maestro. That's why he's, he's DJ Nelson, the maestro, because he is just that, a maestro. He brings it home. He puts it all together. He's amazing at it. So I got to give him his flowers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so having a team makes the difference. And that's what makes season two different from season one in my podcast, but far as being a radio personality and a, and a radio host, this is the, you know, this means the world to me. So, you know, it's, this is where, I, this is home for me. This is where I started at. Okay. But, uh, I want to play an excerpt today by, you know, my mentor, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Les Brown and, uh, on this motivational Monday and, uh, Cause I was thinking about some of the things that you guys go through and what I was going through all last week. I needed to do what I did last week in the name of my wife as a tribute, but I needed to cleanse a bit and I needed, I needed that. I needed it therapeutically. Okay. That's what I needed. So in that need, even though there was doubt, I'm so appreciative and glad that I went through it. So I'm going to play this excerpt by Les Brown today because I want to lift your spirits up, soul motivators. I want you, beloved, to get this as, as, a, as a shot in your veins to get you up, get you going, and get you moving forward. Because we are in April now. As the old saying, you know what I'm saying, uh, April showers bring May flowers. That means that's the beginning of spring. And April is like spring. Like, you know, March is when spring comes in, but April is spring. And the weather is crazy in spring. Spring is very unpredictable. It was never predictable weather ever. So, so some of y'all look at it like, oh, wow, it's crazy. Snowing some places. It was always like that. Look back in your childhood. You just, the, the, what is happening to us is that we are international. We are internet. We live international. When we were children, we didn't live international because we didn't have an internet. 
We didn't have those things. See, the, the, the young generation have that. They live international. We live international today. That's what's going on today. So that's why, okay, it's, it's always this way in spring. Spring always was unpredictable. Spring is unpredictable because it's, it's when the earth is now trying to settle. Okay, say in certain places trying to settle. So the earth is moving and ground is moving and things are shaking and they're moving and you know what I'm saying? So now when the summer comes, there's the blossom. You get what I'm saying? There's the blossom. So spring has always been an un- unpredictable time. So when we go into fall, fall is, is now that is fall is now something that uh comes as as a now fall is this thing that the the, the earth is now settling. You get what I'm saying? But spring is is when the earth is moving and shaking all over. So we international. So we see it internationally now. All right. So I'm going to play this excerpt by by Les Brown, and uh, I want you to take this with you through your day, through your week, through the rest of the spring. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to spring forward from now on. On this motivation one day, we're going to spring forward. All right. So without further ado, I'm going to play for you the uncomfortable. Mr. Les Brown. Why is it that most people don't pursue their dreams or don't do better than what they're doing if they're capable of doing it? I think that many of us don't go the next step because we don't know what to do yet. And I say that that the reason that we don't even explore the possibility of what to do is because subconsciously we don't believe that it can happen for us and we don't believe that we deserve it. How much time do you spend working on you? How much time do you spend every day working on your dream? In the last 90 days, how many books have you read? In the last year, what new skill or knowledge have you acquired? What kind of investment have you made in you? So I'm saying that as you begin to look at where you want to go, if you want to make it today, and things are changing so fast you have to literally run to stand still. I'm saying that you've got to make some conscious effort to begin to work to develop you. Here's something else. Most people are not living their dreams because of fear, ladies and gentlemen. I was in Columbus, Ohio yesterday speaking for a particular Ohio department. Young lady named Karen who greeted me, who organized the event. Very talented, very skillful. And she was talking about she wanted to become involved in the consulting business. I said, why aren't you doing it? I said, you have the abilities. I said, you're not here because they like you. You're here because you're doing the job. You're making things happen. And she came up with all kinds of ideas, but finally she said, I guess I, I can't see myself doing it. I guess I'm afraid. Fear, limited vision, and lack of self-esteem is what keep most people doing things they don't want to do. I was, flew from Columbus, Ohio to Denver, Colorado to a major communications company and the person that picked me up the airport told me about the fact that the company was planning on having a major downsizing and they offered some of the employees there an early retirement and some of them will earn as much as $300,000. And they said, this is the last time that you can take this offer. If you don't do it, when we have the downsizing, you might be among those who will lose their jobs and all you will get is your severance pay. 
and only 50% of the people who were eligible to take the $300,000 took it. The others were afraid to take a chance on themselves. The others couldn't see themselves beyond that company. They couldn't see life after that company. The same reason that people stay in relationships where they're abused or they're unhappy or it's unfulfilling. They can't see themselves beyond that relationship. They can't see themselves enjoying life without that person. They think that this is all that they can do. The same reason that people get stuck at a certain level in life. They can't see things being better for them. And they think that this is it and this is all they deserve. This is all they've ever seen. It's been passed on to them and they think that this is it for them oh no I was looking what Dr. Blanton Smiley Blanton who was a colleague of Dr. Norman Vincent Peale what he said about fear he said fear is the most subtle and destructive of all human diseases ladies and gentlemen fear kills dreams fear kills hope Fear puts people in the hospital. Fear can age you. Fear, ladies and gentlemen, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. And it seems like you're in a hypnotic spell. And I ask you a question, what is the benefit? What's the benefit of allowing fear to hold you back? What's the benefit? of giving up on yourself, of not stepping out on life and taking life on. What is the benefit for you? What's the plus in that? It's one of the things I had to ask myself. So I didn't want to make any mistakes. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be perfect the first time I did something. It's not gonna happen. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to hurt some folks' feelings. You're going to create some enemies whenever you decide that you want to begin to take life on. You've got to ask yourself, how long am I going to allow this to hold me back? I like what Zig Ziglar says. He said, fear is false evidence appearing real. That is an illusion that we create in our mind. It is a state of mind that can be changed. So let's look at how we can begin to take some steps to restructure that fear, to begin to expand our visions of ourselves, to begin to increase our self-esteem. Webster said that self-esteem means confidence and satisfaction in oneself. Look at your life right now. Whatever you've done up to this point in time, your life is working. Whatever you have produced, it came out of you as a result of the kind of person that you have become. It's a result of your choices. It's a result of your consciousness. Now you have to ask yourself, are you satisfied with what you have produced? Is this what you want? Would you like for things to be better than this? Do you believe that you deserve better than this? Are you content? This is it. You don't have to do anything else. That you've already resigned yourself in life and say, well, I'm happy. I'm not starving like the people in Calcutta. Are you allowing yourself to get off the hook like that? Or do you believe somewhere in the back of your mind or in your heart that there is some other great work for you to do? There's something else that life has for you. And that's why you're here. How do we handle this fear factor? How do we increase our self-esteem? You have to begin to fortify yourself. How do we do that? 
I believe that you have to begin to consciously monitor your inner conversation and start talking to yourself. Start building yourself up. Sometimes the only good things you will hear about you are the things that you say to you. Young lady that, that was in the audience this afternoon said to me, I told myself yesterday for the first time, I'm proud of me. And she said, I felt good about that. Something learn to be your own booster. Start building yourself up. Start encouraging yourself. Start saying, I can do this. I can make this happen. When I started thinking about becoming a speaker, I said, yes, I can do this. I can make this happen. When I start trying to convince myself I can be a businessman after flopping and failing and losing thousands of dollars and feeling stupid and dumb and having people take advantage of me because of what I didn't know, I had to talk to myself because people were saying to me that I was dumb. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I was saying, you're right. Look at what I've done. I had to say, no, 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 Les. Hey, hey, come on, man, get yourself together. You can handle this. You just haven't figured it out yet. It's all right. This is your training period. This is the tuition you have to pay for what you don't know. You can do this. Other people have done it. It doesn't take an Einstein. Get you some people that can teach you some stuff that you don't know. Get you some people that have done it successfully and learn from them. Take some seminars, workshops, read some books on how to manage a business. Change the way you see yourself and begin to tend to the personal details. Understand that nobody's going to take care of your business better than you. And when I start changing that kind of mindset of beating myself up because of my mistakes and start looking at the possibility of my doing better, of my making the adjustment that would enable me to do what I want to do successfully, things begin to change. And I say, stop beating up on yourself. You do do it. I know you do it. I've done it. It's a natural inclination for us to put ourselves down. See, we are born negative, I think, in a negative consciousness because we live in a negative world. So you don't have to teach children to lie. They'll lie automatically. Did you wet in your pants? No, I did not. Well, what is that? I don't know. You don't have to encourage kids to misbehave. They will do it by themselves. You don't have to encourage them to do the wrong thing. They will do it automatically. You have to correct their behavior. So I'm saying that we have to work through the challenges of life and learning how to begin to work to fortify ourselves. Begin to guard your mind against negative programming, like turn off the television. Don't watch the news. Don't watch it. That, that more people have a sense of hopelessness and anxiety about life. If you look at the news, you cannot feel good looking at the news. You'll be scared to death. You're scared to go to sleep. I mean, it turns your power down. You've got to be conscious of that. Don't pick up the newspaper and read it. No, no. I just, just try this. Just experiment with yourself. Now, if your job depends upon you knowing certain things, let somebody tell you just about those things. But stop filtering the stuff you allow to come in your mind. You know that song you used to answer? Don't let nobody bring you no bad news. I tell my staff, look here, don't tell me any bad news while I'm on the road. Let me handle it tomorrow. I'm like, anybody tell me any bad news at night before I go to sleep? I can't do anything about it anyhow. Why let me go to sleep with that on my consciousness? No. No, and my, my staff, they know that. They let them wait till tomorrow. And I have a period of time. Tell me bad news between 10 o'clock and 12 noon. 
After I prayed and meditated and read my books, I'm fortified, I'm ready to handle it. I deal with them and I'm out of there and I'm going on to something else. So you've got to guard the kinds of things that you put in your mind. See, if you don't program your mind, your mind will be programmed because human beings are goal-oriented. That's why we die of broken hearts early. That's why we're running through life to early graves. We're going through life, ladies and gentlemen. And I think that Henry David Thoreau said that most men live in quiet desperation. Most of us go through life running scared. Larry D'Angelo, who I think is going to be one of the greatest motivational speakers around today, told me a story, a true story of a friend of his that every day when he came home from school, when he would get to uh, a certain block in his neighborhood, there was a neighborhood dog that would chase him. And that dog would start after him barking board he would run just running from that dog every day every day finally he just got tired of that dog chasing him every day he said this dog come around here today. i'm gonna take a brick or something and bust him in the head so he was walking home that day minding his own business sure enough same area there was that dog there the dog started barking he started running he saw a brick and he stopped and picked up the brick and turned around and the dog got closer and he realized the dog didn't have any teeth he said he put the brick down and said get on out my way And then after you did it, you say, whoa, if I'd known it was this easy, I would have done it before. Haven't you ever had that experience? Raise your hand. Absolutely. So we created this in our minds, false evidence appearing real. We made it real in our minds. That's why Churchill said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That's a destructive monster. So turn off things that can contribute to your fear. Turn a deaf ear to people that all they can do is talk about how negative things are because they have bought into the consciousness of the world. Start attending workshops, seminars, listening to tapes on a daily basis to begin to recondition your mind, to retrain your thinking. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing. Listen to things that can empower you, that can enable you to create a new reality for yourself and a new life for yourself. You might appear to be strange around most people. You know, most people think you're strange if you're happy today. People say, how you doing? I said, better than good. Whoa, what's wrong with him? Just go around smiling and watch people. Look at this, there's a weird guy over here. Because most people don't smile. Watch him. Look at their faces in the morning. Here we go, another Monday morning. How you doing? Haven't had my coffee yet. Don't ask me. See, these people have not found their purpose in life. That's why they're grumpy. That's why they're miserable. That's why they're so negative. They're hurting and they want to hurt other people. So start practicing using programs for your mind. Seminars, books, workshops. Keep a journal. Record your thoughts. What's happening with you? Every day when you get up, have a journal near you. I use a Jack Bowling journal so that I can write down my ideas. I keep it by my bed so I can write down my thoughts. See, ladies and gentlemen, we get three to four thoughts a year that if we would act on those thoughts, they could change our life. Don't say, well, I'll, I'll remember that. No, write that thought down. I got a thought today I wrote down. A friend of mine.
mind is in the hospital. His morale is low. They're talking about amputating his foot. He's got to feel very bad. So I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm not only am I going to see him, but I can't be there with him all the time. I said, I'm going to create a tape for him that, that he can listen to that will heighten his level of morale. We told him the other night, don't go to surgery. You are depressed. Your energy level is down. No, no, tell him not now. Don't do it now. In fact, most doctors who have any sense of awareness don't perform surgery on patients that are in a state of fear. They don't think they will make it. They wait till they're in a different state of mind. So I said, what about making tapes for people that are facing physical challenges? I said, that's a good idea. There are ideas that can come to you out of things that appear to be negative. I have a friend out of Chicago, just met him. He was 23 years old. And this guy, he went financially bankrupt two years ago, ruined his credit. Guess what he decided to do? He found a blessing in it. He wanted to restore his credit. It was very challenging, very difficult. And he realized that a lot of other people during these particular times have ruined their credit. So now he started a credit repair business. Last year, he earned over $100,000 helping people to restore their credit. I met a young lady who attends this church that she was at her father's funeral and, and she was putting flowers on her father's grave and she looked around and saw the other grave sites. They did not look well-groomed and they were not attended to on a regular basis. She started a grave site maintenance business. Out of that tragedy, something positive has come out of it. And now she's earning more money doing that than on her present job. What idea are you sitting on? Write your ideas down. And then, once you get that idea, take the leap. Hello? Take the leap. See, a lot of people get the ideas and just walk around with them. Have you ever had an idea and all of a sudden you looked around and somebody had that idea and gone with it? Take the leap. See, it's out here in the universe. If you don't take the plunge, I guarantee you, somebody else will. Take the plunge. Go into action. And ladies and gentlemen, you will be surprised how things will come together. You'll be surprised. Now, you're going to have some difficult challenges. I can tell you that now. Be aware of that. Things are not going to work out exactly right. For a time they will, sometimes. And that's when life is just playing a game with you. I want you to feel good and relax. I can tell you that. But ladies and gentlemen, go into action with your dream. And don't avoid where the fights are. Get in the midst of the fight. And get some hickeys on your head. Get knocked down so you can learn how to fight so you can hold your position. See, most people don't get out in the arena of life because they don't want to fight. Most people don't get out there because they don't want to get knocked down. They don't want to be dropped to their knees. But see, you're going to be dropped whether you're on the field or whether or not you're sitting on the sidelines. You're going to be dropped. So at least get dropped for something. Don't get knocked down while you're sitting down. See, that's how most people are spectators in life. You don't want to be a spectator. You want to get out in the field where the action is. And you will be amazed. After the struggle, there will be a calm period and things will begin to click for you. 
Come out here with what you got. You don't have enough money? Don't worry about it. You got the dream. You got the idea. You don't have enough resources? Don't worry about it. You need some help? Don't worry about it. You get out here in the arena. Someone will look at you and become inspired and say, hey, can I help you? But if you're sitting up on the bleachers, nobody's going to ask you anything. It's a Call me up, Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. It's yours, truly the motivated Jazzy G here on the morning coffee. Beloved, I had to play that excerpt for you today on this Motivational Monday. I want you to get up, get out, and do what you got to do. I am so, I am so over, overjoyed today, hoping that that message that came to you from Les Brown, another classic that it will inspire you, motivate you, uplift you, and hopefully transform you into doing the best that you can do. God gives you many talents, many gifts, many talents and abilities. It's up to you to tap into them and manifest them and share it with the world. So, beloveds, we're going to take our deep breath so we can get the oxygen to our mind, our body, and our spirits. So we can say our affirmation, uh, protection prayer today as we move on, as I bring this show to a close. So I want you to take a deep breath. Uh, breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, then extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Extend it. I mean, release. <laughs> extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is in awe as well that is your protection prayer affirmation for the day beloveds i want you to take that with you to we to work school play wherever you go today that's right beloved you take that with you remember i love each and every one of you it's not a damn thing you can do about it i want you to spring forward today is the beginning of your new life so let's spring forward i love you guys all right have a blessed blessed motivational monday <laughs> i'll see you tomorrow Peace.